Greetings. Thank you all for returning to this week's new study episode titled, A Reason to be Thankful. I am Pastor John, welcoming our returning global audience of unchurched, self-study people, as well as those who are part of a church. For anyone looking for greater depths in God's Word with a stronger personal study, we also extend a warm welcome to all our new listeners here for the first time. Thank you all for listening. May you all be blessed of God. Please note, our new website creation goes well. Right now, it appears we are a bit ahead of schedule as we now have the new site 98% created. We then enter our final phase of looking for spelling errors and functionality errors to correct. It will be great having a site that is truly our own on January 1st, 2023. God bless you all this Thanksgiving weekend. Last week was our last episode in our Philemon series titled The Book of Philemon in Review, posted on November 13th. In that episode, we further examined four important parts one from each episode. What should be most noted in our multi-part study of Philemon is the gentle yet direct aspect that Paul uses to address issues with Philemon's life. Most notably, his issue with Onesimus. We notice that Paul uses his ability to see into the situation to address issues that could come up and ministers to these issues as well before they become a problem. While not everyone, this conflicts with many American means of solving problems in today's world. Many Americans, whether saved in Christ or not, deal with issues harshly and abruptly. Clearly, not everyone, but many. What is notable here in Philemon is Paul's gentle and foreseeing approach to solving the issues at hand regarding Philemon. One thing that potentially increases Philemon's conflict in this situation is Onesimus returns a convert, a Christian, a brother in the faith, and as such to be entertained by you, Philemon, being doubly related to you, Philemon, both as a servant and as a fellow member of Christ. Onesimus no longer was a slave, but salvation in Christ has made him more than a slave. He is now... To find out more, listen to our previous episode titled The Book of Philemon in Review. This week, here in America at least, is our Thanksgiving holiday. Tradition holds that we find something to be thankful for. What are you thankful for? Is there anything this year that you can be thankful for? Yes, globally we have, and in many places around the globe, issues causing a lot of negativity and, in some cases, fear. Yet, in all that, can we find anything to be thankful for? 
There must be something, no matter how small or great. In fact, even if one considers something to be thankful for as small, it is still a great thing because it is something one can be genuinely thankful for. Maybe you have a new car. Be thankful for having reliable transportation. Yes, maybe it is on a loan, but you have it and it gets you reliably to where you need to go. Be thankful for the car you own regardless of age, especially if it is a reliable one. Be thankful for your Thanksgiving gathering. The fact you are able to be with family or friends or both. Those are just some of the everyday things we may be taking for granted. Are you thankful for knowing Christ as your Lord and Savior? I would hope that you are. Has He done any miracles in your life? Has He answered any of your prayers? Have you been sick in any way and now you are better? Yes, maybe medication made you better, but doesn't knowledge come from God even in the unsaved? God accomplishes His work both in the saved and in the unsaved as well. Whether saved or unsaved, Going to school is part of it, but someone, somewhere, had the first idea that became a medication or some other form of healing. I believe that God works healing both by allowing mankind to find the knowledge as well as miraculously. I have received healing in my life both ways. At age six, I contracted rheumatic fever an incurable heart disease that kills its victims. Penicillin was the only means of sustaining my life only a small amount. My family was told, if I was lucky, I would live to be age 35. I received Christ as my Lord and Savior in high school and was completely healed of my rheumatic heart condition. Not even a murmur! Even my doctor was confounded so much so that he said it was a miracle. I have never had another heart-related issue since, and I am closing in on 70 years of age. I am now the longest living male in my family, as every male in my family died in or near their 30s except for my father, who lived into his 60s. Heart troubles were on his side of the family lineage, yet he was the only known male who took his family to church every week. Why am I different? The only different thing between me and my other family members that died is my salvation in Christ. One thing of many I am continuously thankful for. If you have read or seen the news in your local area, no matter what part of the world you live in, you know that things are getting worse with regard to the bad news. This is one of many negative items going on in our world today. That being true, how can one be thankful these days? Maybe we need to look a bit harder. Maybe a lot harder. Even if something terrible has happened in your life, you still have something to be thankful for 
even though it is a lot harder to find it. Yes, emotional ties to bad and really bad issues cloud our ability to see the good things in our life that we should be thankful for. If you live in a war-torn place, finding anything to be thankful for is tough at best and frequently impossible for most people. That makes it work, real work, to find anything to be thankful for. Yet, something to be thankful for is there nonetheless. Whether you live in a violence-torn, a riot-torn, or even war-torn place, there is still something to be thankful for despite the grim circumstances of your present situation. Such circumstances make it much, much harder to find the things you can be thankful for. Yet, in the television news, I have heard people in war-torn areas speak of something they are thankful for. That means, as I have said, in such places, there is something to be thankful for. If you are hungry and food is scarce, you are more focused on finding food than counting what you can be thankful for. Being hungry can be such a present, immediate reality that solving your hunger problem is the only important thing. In such a dire situation, when you find food, are you not thankful for that food? This is a very present need in many parts of our world today. So, if a hungry person cannot find anything to eat, how can they find anything to be thankful for? Hopefully, when they get food, they are at least thankful for it. Folks, I am using real-life issues here to make the point I hope I have already made. For us, not living in such a dire situation, such as I have described, how is it you cannot find anything to be thankful for? I know some in a good living and life situation who, for some reason, cannot seem to find anything to be thankful for. Yes, you did not get the raise in salary you wanted for some reason. Yes, you have to live with that old car for another year or two or longer. Yes, you have to do a big repair job costing thousands of dollars. So, you insist that you cannot find anything to be thankful for? Despite all that, isn't there something you can find to be thankful for? You are well fed, you have a job, you have a home and car, and you cannot find anything to be thankful for? Certainly, anything costing thousands of dollars is a hardship for many people. Yet, if we focus on that alone, anything and everything we can be thankful for becomes unseen to us. It is not that it is not there. It is not that it disappeared. It is that we are allowing our thinking and emotions to cloud our perspective so that all we see is our trouble, making what we can be thankful for invisible to us. Because teaching in the church has been fully absent here, in America anyway, 
we have nothing to help us learn a better way of looking at our lives in times of difficulty. Even the Bible says we will have trials and tribulations. This is a fact. Indeed, especially today. One does not have to look hard to find trials and tribulations in one's life or more generally in the world around us. Yet, if we look closer, there really is something to be thankful for. Again, we may perceive it as small, not really a great thing. However, if there is something to be thankful for, it should be seen as a great thing since it is one more thing to be thankful for. I will close with this challenge I saw on morning television. Take ten pennies and put them all in one pocket. As you go through your day, when you cognitively find something to be thankful for, move one penny for that thankfulness from that pocket to another pocket, signifying that you found something to be thankful for. I think you will be surprised at which pocket has more pennies in it by the end of the day. Next week is our Christmas series. It will be four separate messages for the Christmas season that can be easily tied to our thinking and actions. Are we letting social issues with three sicknesses in the wild at once clouding our view of things? We will study four separate passages to find the answer to these questions and more. Join us next week for our episode titled, Giving a Cup of Water, a Gift, a Necessity, or Both? Play or download our episodes from one of our podcast hosts, or follow direct links to these platforms on our website under the podcast menu item. Details follow. This study podcast is a wholly self-funded outreach presented by the Church of the Unchurched. Currently, an all-electronic, Boston-based outreach uniting the community of lost, searching, lonely, and forgotten in Christ. We greatly appreciate serving our international audience. God bless you all. If you are visiting for the first time, welcome and God bless you. We look forward to the return of all our faithful listeners and new listeners. Please share our podcast with family, friends, and others you believe would find it a blessing. Thank you all so much. God bless you all. If you are unsaved, we truly hope you find God as well as receiving Him as Lord and Savior of your life. Please find a short link to our episode titled, how to be saved at the bottom of any episode description. To learn more about us and who we are, give our episode titled Introduction About Us, Who We Are, a listen. In that episode, you will learn more about us, who we are reaching out to, our mission, vision, ministry, and more. Again, a short link to this episode is found at the bottom of any episode description. If you go to our internet homepage, under the podcast menu item, you can find many popular podcast platforms we are found on. We are located at this internet address, unchurched.site12.com. 
two, three, dot, M, E. At present, we are located on a growing number of podcast sites, so you should be able to find us on a platform you like. We refresh all our feeds with every weekly episode upload on Sundays. These sites update our feed within 24 hours of our refresh. Now, may our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father who loved us and by grace gave us eternal comfort and good hope encourage your hearts and strengthen you in every good thing you do or say. Until next week, this is Pastor John for the Church of the Unchurched.